Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So as the world agonizes over Russia's brutality in Ukraine, there has been a great deal of silence over the non-stop assaults and the tortures and the murders taking place in Afghanistan. It continues, and you know it because we've talked about it a great deal. But it really hasn't gotten the national and international attention that it requires. It doesn't just deserve, it requires it. The Taliban are hunting down and killing Afghans and their families who worked with the Canadian Armed Forces as interpreters. And what is Canada's federal government doing to left to help the uh, interpreters? Left Behind Alex has been on the air with me for probably 10 years, maybe longer. Alex was an interpreter for the Canadian Armed Forces last time he was on uh, with General Dean Milner. We had uh, the commanding officer of the PPCLI unit that Alex worked with, and we heard how highly the officer thinks of, not only thought of, but thinks of Alex. And uh, his dream has been, he's told us many times, his dream has been to come to Canada. Yes, he was served as an interpreter for a U.S. forces and other forces on on our side who were fighting the insurgents, but his love for this country is unmatched, and his dream is to come here, and he said to me, on the air and off the air, I'm not going to do this without having a visa. I'm not just going to walk into Canada and say, accept me because I'm here. I want to get the visa, and I want to do it properly. Alex, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Roy? Good to have you again. Yeah, good to talk to you. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing well because it's so hot. Temperature is high here. Well, yeah, you're you're in the United States. I didn't mention that you actually got into the United States and you did it on your own through a program the Americans had. But you really want to come to Canada. Yes, of course. Yeah, just had a baby, so congratulations yeah. on that. So uh, uh, now I have two babies. I got two babies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. So we need to get you and the babies and your wife into this country. Also with us is Major General Dean Milner. Uh, the general was the last commanding officer of the Canadian Armed Forces in Afghanistan. And General Milner has and continues to work daily to bring the CAF interpreters and their families to Canada and save them from slaughter by the Taliban. General Milner, how are you? And thank you for the time, sir. Always good to talk to you, Roy. And uh, good to hear your voice. Alex, and uh, congratulations you, on your second baby as well. Uh, I sure do hope Thank that you. we can get you into Canada here. I sure do. Hopefully. General, Hopefully what's the situation one. like on the ground in Afghanistan for the interpreters and their families right now? What's it like? Oh, it's, it's absolutely miserable. It, it gets worse by the day. Uh, the Taliban are not effectively running the country, and they're still... As you mentioned, I, they're still hunting down um, interpreters and those that work for us. Um, they're relentless. Uh, I've had interpreters that work for me. Uh, they've had their brothers found. Uh, they've been taken away from them. I mean, the situation is, is, is horrible. It's, it's getting worse by the day. So, I mean, we, we've got that our government's got to continue to 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 work on getting the Afghans out, and uh, we're just I just not seeing the sense of urgency, as you said. We're seeing the the focus on on other uh, 
things. Yes, I understand uh, the Ukraine, but still, I mean, we can do two things at once. We hear the minister talk about it, but we're just not seeing action. Yeah, we did have a prime minister say, you were there for us, so we're there for you. And so let me quote the license plate from Missouri. Show me. That's what they need to do. General, Did I? am I overstating it if I say that interpreters and their families, so the interpreters and uh, their spouses, uh, their kids, their immediate and extended families, if they are discovered and they're being hunted by the Taliban, if they're discovered, are they being tortured and murdered? Is it overstating you to say that? Uh, I, I, it's not. I mean, that's absolutely the focus. The, the Taliban always um, they were, hated our presence. They hated anybody that worked uh, for the international community. So, yeah, that's absolutely what they're doing. They don't feel comfortable with their presence, and so that that's you know that's more of more of a reason, complete reason, why we need to get them out of there. We just, we cannot stop. We've got to continue to focus on it. Uh, the government did give us some money. They're not enabled, they're not able to expedite any kind of plans. So we continue to work it daily. Um, we slowed down our process because we're running out of money. Um, but uh, they've now given us some money. So, yeah, we need to continue to, to bring them out, irregardless of what's happening, and, and even more so because the Taliban are never going to stop. They're going to continue to hunt um, and, until they, they're happy that they've, they've gotten rid of all those that work for us. Yeah, so we have a federal government that's doing nothing, essentially nothing. They've given you some money, but they're not really active as far as getting the interpreters and their families out of danger, out of uh, threats to their lives and threats that are being carried out through torture and murder. But you, General, and uh, and and people with you, uh, Canadians with you, are working daily on the ground to help and safeguard the the interpreters. Tell us about your organization and what is it? What is it that you're doing? Well, it, we've got a great organization teamed up with a few other organizations, and uh, you know we've we've got connections. We've got people on the ground, and uh, you know we are we're working with IRCC. One of the most complicated um, things that we do is, is try to move the paperwork along because as you know, they cannot do it without the pay, paperwork, the, the passports, the visas, and that process has still not gotten any easier. I and mean, they, immigration Canada has hired a number of more folks, but it still doesn't seem to be anything better. And then once we get the paperwork, uh, completed, which is is a is a challenging process. Then we have our contacts and our people on the ground that then move them out. Uh, one of the only ways that we can do that is is through Pakistan, and that's become challenging. Uh, but it's it's a significant process. It, it takes a a team here uh, on the ground in Canada and a team over in Afghanistan, and it takes uh, it takes complete effort around round the clock to move people so it's yeah. uh you know and again we're just we're just not going to stop until uh you know until we either completely run out of money or or we've we've gotten all the the thousands out that we still need to get out of afghanistan yeah thank you general um alex uh Sajad, when you hear general milner talk about this and what they're doing what are you thinking about what you, you, you have family still in Afghanistan. 
And you've told us in the past that you are concerned for the safety and the security of your family because the Taliban are looking for them. Yes, sir. Uh, well, first of all, I would like to thank General D. Milner's uh, efforts and their team and their organization. What they're doing is awesome. They're saving lives. And that means a lot to everyone. Uh, on the other hand, yeah, recently I moved my family to uh, Poland. So I have my parents in Poland. My brother is in Abu Dhabi, like stranded, waiting for no flights. I mean, he's just waiting over there. And I'm all, I'm all desperate. You know, my parents in Poland, I'm here. My brother is in Abu Dhabi. and got a couple of folks back in Afghanistan. It's, I mean, life is just challenging. Sometimes it's going to get, like, more challenging for someone. But I don't, I don't think it's going to last. I have hope that one day it's going to change. One day there will be something good happening. So I'm hopeful that I can get to Canada one day. You know, I, I just don't want to stay, but I want to re- re- remind it again to the listeners. I don't want to walk into Canada. I know I have a green card, and I can stay over there. No, I want to have the visa. I want to be treated equally. The Canada government treated the resident interpreters. Let's say they came, they came to Canada a long time ago. The problem was that the process ended very soon. And so it's, I mean, weird for me because United States still has the program ongoing. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, so the Americans have a program that allows interpreters who worked with their forces to move to the United States, which they've allowed you to do, and they've had that program in place for many years. The Canadian program was in place for just under two years, I think. And if you weren't aware of it... yeah. But if you were out in the field and you yeah, weren't aware of it, aware. then and you weren't I was aware. The field. Yeah, you I was weren't in aware. The field. Nobody has contacted me. No one has informed, informed me. You know, like there is a there, there is a program ongoing for the Canadian interpreters that they can go to Canada. No one informed me. I was unaware. I was on the front line with the United States military personnel, and yeah, that's what happened. You know, General Miller. Here's the question. Is it possible? Can the government do this if they if they really set their sights on it and they put their resources to use? Yeah, plenty of resources. Can they do it? Well, I mean, I they should be able to do it. They say they're going to do it. The, the prime minister says they're going to do it. Um, they keep talking forty thousand. Uh, I just don't understand why the bureaucratic process is not able to actually put it into action. It's very disappointing uh, for, uh, for, for, for me, the rest of the team, uh, to see the Afghans going through such a difficult situation. Uh, we're even offering more help. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's, it's very, very disturbing, disappointing. You know, Alex's situation should be simple. I mean, it should be absolutely simple. And I, and I just don't understand why it, it is so complicated and they're, and they're not able to action it. I really don't. Well, it really speaks to the issue, does it not? If they will not, it's not they can't, they will not bring Alex into Canada. He's in the United States right now. 
our, our closest ally, our neighbor, they could reach out and just say, you know, you meet all the all the criteria. You were an interpreter for the Canadian Armed Forces. You have been endorsed by Canadian military officers and, and soldiers you worked with. And so you meet the, the criteria. So we're going to bring you into Canada. He's right there in the United States, and they still won't do it. I, I, Roy, I, I, you know what? I really don't know what to say. I mean, this uh, this country is very capable, but there's quite quite a few things that just are not getting actioned as fast as they should. Uh, I mean, I could go on about the Ukraine. I think we should be doing ten times more than we're doing in the Ukraine. And uh, but uh, yeah, I, it, I I know that they're capable of doing it, and so that's why our team is going to carry on. Uh, and we're going to keep, us that keep doing pulling it. Afghans out until until we can't, and we've you know we've expended all our energy doing it. So, well, you're amazing, and uh, you are truly the people who represent this country. And in this case, you represent this country far better than its federal government. Alex, I'm going to give you the final word. We have about a minute. Go ahead, please. Say what you want to say. Well, I, all I want to say is. Uh, once again, I'm going to thank uh, General D. Milner's uh, effort and their team, uh, their organization. And also, uh, I would like to thank uh, you as well, Roy, Joe Warmington, Charles Adler, and the rest of the team. You know, I mean, actually, overall, the media. And my final word is like, hopefully, I can come to Canada one day and live there for good with my family. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.